Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we talk about money, business, and life, but always through the lens of the psychology, emotions, and math of money. On today's episode, I am paying a tribute to the late Congressman John Robert Lewis an icon of the civil rights movement, involved, as he said, in some kind of fight for freedom, equality, basic human rights for nearly my entire life, end quote. And he happens to be the last surviving member of those who spoke on August 28, 1963. I, for one, appreciate his vision, his work, his sacrifice, his commitment, and his dedication. I appreciate all Mr. Lewis did and all he endured in service to justice. Of course, I am familiar with him and his role in the civil rights movement and his role on that momentous day. But I spent the Saturday and Sunday after learning of his death, reading about his life, learning more about things that I did not know, and listening to the tributes about his legacy. I also spent time reading both versions of his 1963 speech at the March on Washington, the one he gave and the one he wanted to give. And if you have not read the latter, it's definitely worth taking a look at. And, you know, as I've, as I've mentioned, I'm familiar with him, with his work. I've heard his speech before. But taking that time to read his speech and to read both versions of it and to read it in its entirely, uh, entirety, I should say, it sits a little bit differently, especially in the midst of what is unfolding in the United States today, 57 years later, with regards to racial, social, and economic justice. To say that it is a bit jarring <laughs> is slightly an understatement. And I know you can go online and you can find the, both versions of the speech yourself. You can go to YouTube and watch it. But let me just share with you a few of the quotes that I found really poignant. To start, Mr. Lewis begins the speech with, we march for jobs and freedom. He talks about living in a constant fear of a police state. He talks about voter suppression. He said, quote, American politics is dominated by politicians who build their careers on immoral compromises and ally themselves with open forms of political, economic, and social exploitation, end quote. He then went on further to say that for those who say be patient, he responded with the question, how long can we be patient? You read, the, you read his speech and you read the stories that he shared. And, and what you realize is that the stories that he shared throughout this speech on August 28, 1963, they really ring true for today. It's as if the names and the cities that he mentioned were changed, but the details remained entirely the same. 
Why? Because so many of the scenarios that he described, the questions that he asked, the actions that he invited our government, our politicians, and even our citizens to consider and to take then are just as relevant today. And if we focused on what hasn't changed in 57 years, it'd be real easy to fall into a state of despair and stay there. (laughs) But even after all he witnessed and endured, he had an incredible spirit of hope and an infectious sense of joy. Or as uh, the journalist John Dickerson would describe him, an incredible sense of durable hope. And in fact, he was always encouraging us. One of of his tweets that I I like to reference is um, a tweet of his from his feed in 2018, where he says, and you probably have seen this, where he says, do not get lost in the sea of despair. Be hopeful, be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It is the struggle of a lifetime. Never, ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. I get a smile on my face each time I read it or say it out loud um, because of that last piece in particular, get in good trouble, necessary trouble. And when I read that in its entirety, I really read it as an invitation for you and me. So let me share with you what I think he is inviting us to do. First, I think he is inviting you and I to lead from the front, just as he did. Whatever is your vacation, you too can lead from the front. You don't have to be a civil rights leader or an activist. You don't have to be on the front lines of a protest or work as a politician. Whatever your work is, your work is a form of leadership if you choose it to be so. Also, when you see injustice in any form, you too can make a commitment to be a part of the process to change it. So his first invitation, as I see it, is the invitation to lead from the front. Another invitation, to be inclusive, just as he was. I thought it was really interesting when I saw really kind of a... um, a collage of some of his speeches. So Vox Media put together a collection of six of his speeches spanning 1963 to 2019. And I did listen to them. And As you do so, in each one, what you realize is that inclusion is addressed in some manner. In one speech, he talks about building coalitions that speak to the needs of those who have been left out and left behind. In another, he says, you cannot tell people they cannot fall in love. To me, his entire body of work is an example of inviting people in, inviting people to the table to discuss their differences so that together they can map out a game plan that respects and honors their shared humanity. Here's another invitation that I hear. And it's the invitation to not only take the baton, but then to also pass it when it is your turn to do so. 
just like he did. I saw an interview wherein he described how Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. invited him to join the movement after receiving Mr. Lewis's letter, even though he was quite young. I think they say he was 23 when he gave, or maybe even 22 when he gave that speech on um, August 28, 1963. Again, very young. To me, that is a, an example of him getting the baton. Fast forward to June of 2020, when Mr. Lewis visited the Black Lives Matter Plaza in D.C. Looking back on that day now, and it seems like it was a symbolic way to pass along the baton to today's young protesters. Also, it's a call to action for us all, really. That's how I see it anyway. The tributes to Congressman Lewis have been plentiful, and that's deservedly so. And in their own way, what they say to me about Mr. Lewis's legacy is this, never doubt your ability to make a difference. I'm also reminded how often it is that the people who tend to leave the greatest legacy often never set out to do that. They were just doing what they felt called to do. And that is what I think he did as well. In one of his other speeches, he said that there was so much more to do. And to that I reply, yes, Mr. Lewis, there is. And I will do my part to get in good trouble and continue the social revolution in my own way. And so my dear listener, how about you? What are you going to do to get into good trouble and to continue the social revolution in your own way? And furthermore, what does good trouble look like in your life and in your work? I'd love to know. So you know me, if you're game, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. Well, that is it for today's episode. My own little tribute to Congressman John Robert Lewis. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way to the end. And I hope that you will accept the invitations in quotation marks uh, that I see and have shared with you in terms of the invitations that have been inspired by his life. And as always, please, please stay safe, stay well, and stay healthy, not just physically, but in spirit too. And if you'd like to show some appreciation for this podcast and this episode, please take a moment and leave a rating, a review, and or do all of that and share this episode with a friend so that we can reach more people than we could on our efforts alone. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette, and Jaquette is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E. I love ice dirty chai lattes in the summer. So if you buy me a coffee, thank you in advance because yum. But again, many thanks for tuning into today's episode and Let's do our part to get into good trouble. Until next time, it's about more than money.